0: Hello podcast listeners, this is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. Today we have episode 59. We're going to be talking about Oprah's best dating advice for finding love after 40. And I'm waiting here for my co-host Michelle to come on. Oh wait, there she is. And one, two, and three. Is she there? There she is. Hey, what's up? Hey. Oprah Oprah says it, it must be true. It must be true. The legend of Oprah.
1: Actually, it's kind of funny. I was um when I clicked open that link, she's talking about menopause actually. And oh, on,
0: on the video that's uh on the on the link.
1: I think so. I saw it somewhere. I didn't I didn't click all the way through, but you know. Everybody's
0: jumping on that menopause bandwagon. I know. You know, you know the other Michelle, um, our friend Michelle up in Morro Bay? Yeah. You know, she, you know, I, I don't think she'll mind. So she's like, she messages me. She's like, man, I but this guy had a great date. And we both got along fantastic. You know, a one-hour dinner turned into a four-hour conversation. And bub kiss, nothing. No phone call back, nothing. Really? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it sucks. I and I told her about my the grass is greener theory, you know, like, well, you know, I you know, I go, did you reach out to him? She goes, Yes, I did, and you know, that I had a good time and and you know, I'd really like to see you again. No phone call, no nothing.
1: Wow. And it's
0: just like it's and I wonder if it has to do with just men not being more proactive these days. I mean, I' hear that I hear that from women a lot, like the guys just drop the ball and they they don't follow through and you know or they they kind of pseudo ghost you and then all of a sudden they reappear like months later,
1: yeah, that's uh, crazy.
0: It's awful. So today, we're talking about Oprah on the Oprah Daily, the best dating advice for finding love after 40. If we said you have a better chance now that when you were younger, would you believe us? Written by Sarah Berger, February of 2019. So this is pre COVID. But as we know, because we will be struck down by lightning. Oprah (laughs) is timeless.
1: Oprah is timeless.
0: Oprah is timeless. So it doesn't matter if it was written in 2019, it comes from the mouth of Oprah. So So it it must must be be good. must be true. I gotta take my vitamins.
1: All right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and start. If you are single and over 40, chances are your BFF, your parents, your siblings, and maybe even the stranger in the checkout line are offering you their unsolicited dating advice. While Aunt Debbie may have some wisdom, we'd rather leave it to the pros. So we okay, spoke Michelle a handful has of dating- not
0: been drinking. She has not been <laughs> drinking. Yet.
1: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: I said Michelle has not been drinking. <laughs>
1: So, we spoke to a handful of dating coaches and relationship experts for their best tips for dating after 40. Read on, but don't forget being on your own is just fine too. Uh, gosh, when you're done being patient, be,
0: be- patient. <laughs> True.
1: Right? Whether you just left a, ma- a bad marriage or have been in the dating world for decades. It makes sense to feel like it's your turn to find love. Singles over 40 often have an Amazon Prime mentality when it comes to dating. Oh,
0: they want sense. to check
1: off a few boxes and have the perfect candidate arrive at their mailbox in 48 hours. It's important to be patient and to stay positive. Think of your frustration like a blizzard. It will do nothing but delay the delivery.
0: Yeah. This is true. Well- I think people too, especially when they haven't been dating for a long time, are especially anxious to kind of skip the steps. I mean, they're like, they want to go from like one to a hundred, like ASAP. Which is just
1: crazy, especially if you've already knocked on a divorce door or, um, you know, you, you... haven't even been dating for a while. Like, how do you even act when you're on a date? I just think rushing into anything is just stupid. Just stupid.
0: No other words. I I agree completely. Yeah, and it's just like, I'm getting all my watches together. I'm gonna sell a whole bunch of my watches. I'll do
1: that. I've got one. (laughs) So. I've got an old Apple watch that I need to sell. I don't want to part with my other watches. I kind of like them, even though I never wear them. But anyway, had we get on the watch subject?
0: <laughs> but are on Eric. hormonal. Squirrel. Who, but who are on hormonal therapy, so they're they're taking hormones? She goes. Man, they are frisky like little kittens. She goes, man, they go out on first dates and wham, bam, boom. Man, they're 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 like getting down. <laughs> wait a second,
1: wait a second. You totally went um, mute there for a minute. Where did oh, we did? talk about um, sex kittens? How did that come about?
0: What? Uh, I don't know. I
1: missed that.
0: Sex kittens.
1: I missed that lead-in that you were just talking about. How did you you were mute for a second?
0: Oh, uh, let me go back. Okay, so let me start this over. Where was I? I don't remember, and so (laughs) I don't remember where I was. Where was I? I don't remember. So we're gonna keep. Well, this might as well keep forging forward on Oprah because Oprah is more important than anything
1: yeah i left off you're at remember you're exactly
0: remember you're exactly the right age to find true love when you're wondering if your smile lines are stopping mr or miss Wright from swiping right it's easy to forget if you were 10 years younger you wouldn't be who you are right now well amen it's true relationship Expert Dr. Juliana Morris says love connections at an older age can be even more profound Okay, when you're When you own where you're at in your life who you are and are confident in your values and personalities You are more likely to find someone who is better suited for you. She says keep trying new things I agree with this be the single you want to meet says Tammy Shackley, relationship expert for-
1: Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Can you, can you, um, what sound am I making? (laughs) Did you hear it?
0: Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like something with bubbles. It sounds like whipped cream.
1: (laughs) It was whipped cream.
0: Yeah. If you have pecan pie, I'm coming over right now because I love pecan pie.
1: (laughs) I just made made myself a cup of decaf coffee and put some Trader Joe's coconut whip topping on top of it.
0: Bring it. It's nice. So be the single you want to meet. One way to do that is to constantly explore new hobbies and interests. We've talked about that many times. Maybe going to meetups or look for Facebook groups of things that you're interested in. And you never know, you might meet some really interesting people. I belong to this group called the PM Hikers. Mm. Uh, the reason why they're called the PM Hikers, they don't like to get up early to go hiking. And I kind of like that. That's smart. <laughs> it is smart. All their all their hikes start at noon. And then all the hikes that I've been on, it's like 80% women. Mm. And and it's kind of like, well, what are... And the only dudes that were there were were there with their wives, and yeah, I'm I like,
1: I think that's common. Maybe, um, although my cousin met her her significant other in uh, San Francisco area on oh, a wow. hiking meetup.
0: Oh, hiking meetup? Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, yeah. I think I think doing things, you know, outside of your comfort level like that is a really great way to meet people.
1: Well, I also have to tell you that we are spoiled living where we are because there is an endless list of potential outings and things just so much to do around here because I was looking when I was living back East just to find like a hiking meetup. And I actually did find one, um, In near Valley Forge Park, but there's just not a whole lot of things to do there outside of like going out to eat and going out to bars.
0: Yeah, Um, well, in SoCal, you know, normally we're very blessed with amazing weather. The weather the last month and a half has stunk. (laughs)
1: Last month and a half? Try last. Since January, I, I mean, was in.
0: I was in. I was in uh, Australia. So.
1: Oh yeah, no, the last three months since since um, the holidays, it's been pretty. Crappy. I came home
0: with a killer cycling tan from Australia, thinking, "Oh man, this is gonna be great," you know. And then the next thing you know, it's like it's freaking cold here all the time.
1: You lost it, and it. How about today? It's windy as heck. I don't know if where you are, but shoot.
0: Super windy. I was thinking about going for a bike ride after our talk, but I think I'm gonna wait till evening. Yeah. But if the wind doesn't calm down, then I'm gonna go hit the gym about nine o'clock. Oh my gosh!
1: I'll be in bed by then.
0: I know that because you get up early.
1: You know, my aura ring said my ideal bedtime is between eight forty-five and 9.15. Eight
0: forty-five. Oh it's my moving, god!
1: It's moving up.
0: That is ridiculous.
1: Right.
0: That is completely ridiculous. And oh let's get back to Oprah. Okay. If we can't forget <laughs> Oprah. If if we forget Oprah. That's okay. Right. Uh okay. Keep trying new that, things. That way. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, keep trying things. That way she says you'll have exciting things to discuss on a date, whether it's travel plans, the latest restaurant, or even new places and activities going on in your city when you're the best version of yourself it can be magnetic and don't get hung up on what you think you want i don't know about that one i think having a base of what is acceptable behavior and what is not acceptable behavior is super important
1: well maybe they're talking more about like your the, the visuals or like who might your most ideal, who you think your most ideal person might be. Um, It's true. I, I, I do think that you need to have your, your must have and your must have not list. Oh, I agree completely.
0: You know? Yeah, I agree with that. But I think, you know again, just talking with a friend the other day about having a fantastic date, and then the guy just you know the date was supposed to be an hour it turned out to be four hours. she thought everything was great. she reached out to him, said, "Hey, I had a great time, and zero bub kiss nothing, nothing in return and it's and it's like sometimes I think online dating is fantastic because it opens all these opportunities and doors. I like right. to use doors, doors that you get to meet people that you normally wouldn't. But when you meet someone who checks a lot of boxes, you have a great date, you got good chemistry, pursue it. It's like, you know, don't go, Oh, I got these other three, I got these other three chicks. You yeah, It might be, might be cool too. And it's just like, man, just, Lock, lock yourself down with one and see where it goes. I mean, if it doesn't happen in the next couple of weeks, okay, then move on. But the reality is, I think men and women, there's so many choices. It's just like, my God, look, there's all these guys and all these women out there looking for love. And it's like, it's like the pick of the litter. Yeah, it's,
1: sometimes the litter has a lot of turds.
0: <laughs> the litter does have a lot of turds. I would concur with that statement.
1: And and honestly, like on, on that situation with Michelle, if you had no interest, and this kind of leads into, don't get hung up on what you think you want, um, and how they're talking about if you know right away whether your first date is worthy of a second, Um. Like, why would he spend four hours with her and then not call her back? Like, that's a long time. I, 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 I I said to her. I think that you can determine within the first 10 minutes if you think that you want to have another date with another person. And I think that that is not setting yourself up for failure. Personally, like, if you know based on uh, an hour long conversation and perhaps if there is like zero chemistry, I mean, that kind of happens right off the bat. Why would you spend three more hours with that person? Or like not say at the end of that meeting, yeah, I'm not, I'm just not really feeling it.
0: Not feeling it. Well, usually if, if, Usually if someone reaches out to me and say, we had a good first date, but I just wasn't feeling the chemistry, I would be the person to reach out and say, you know, I had a great time. You're a great person, but I just don't think we're a good fit. Exactly. And, and, and be straight up and honest, you know, don't leave someone hanging. And I know people do this shit all the time where they just leave someone hanging because it's like, oh, well, I got this other, I got this other chick and she don't work out. I can always come back to her. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mentality that's out there for online dating, but it's one that sucks.
1: <laughs> or you, you just, you know, you try to focus on one person and if it doesn't work out, then maybe you reach back out to that person. And and if they're still available, then you pursue something. And if not, True. you move on.
0: True. And if you know, I'm going to start, if you know right away, whether your first date is worthy of a second, you're setting yourself up for, oh, you, you just read this.
1: Just that first line.
0: Okay. Yeah. Intuitive dating coach, Nikki Novo, well, she's got lots of experts says, this is a common mistake. Dating in our forties typically means we know what we want and we feel pressed to find it quick. But eliminating fast is often the strategy that prolongs our single status. She warns that there's a thin line between going with your gut and being judgmental. Our excuses like, I don't like how their apartment smells. <laughs> <laughs> if they have a smelly apartment, I don't, I don't know, know that,
1: that. I think that's a, that's a deal breaker.
0: <laughs> mine, mine smells like Nag Champa uh, incense. <laughs> so uh, before saying see you never, Ask yourself if the person has other qualities that might be worth another look. But do think positively. And you can take it from there. After
1: a couple of decades of dating experience, it can be easy to assume you will be disappointed. But that cynicism is only working against you. Sunny Joy McMillan recommends replacing your doubts with optimism. For example... She suggests changing your mindset from dating is scary and difficult to dating is fun and easy. Dissolving any pesky thoughts will help you date with positivity. I totally agree with that after any date that I went into,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, I would always be like, I got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And you and I have talked about that before. Yes. Um, it doesn't need to be a scary process. However, that being said, you and I are both extroverts. True. So, um, and I actually did meet a couple of introverts that I went out with. Um, so maybe it was a little scarier for somebody like that, but I just feel like it's just you're just having a conversation to see where things might go, right? Well,
0: I, I, I had I had someone that had the flop sweat on a date and that was kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> You know Wait, the What
1: that, the flop sweat?
0: Yeah, the flop. It's like it's a it's a term from acting. It's like where you just start sweating profusely, and it's like <laughs> wasn't unc-
1: that a Seinfeld episode or was that a Friends episode?
0: Maybe, maybe both. I don't know.
1: I, uh, but I, but,
0: <laughs> but yeah, she started sweating during the date, and it wasn't that hot, and it actually made me really uncomfortable because oh. it was like it was like oh man, what do I do here? Maybe and then she like. Just,
1: Maybe she was having a hot flash.
0: You know what, I'm thinking that too. Now that now that the hot flashes are realistic for people that are uh, of an older age. Yes. Yeah, sucks. No, I kind of think your, it
1: was uh, em- Seinfeld. Anyway, I'm not sure
0: Embrace your baggage it's safe to assume most people have something they're struggling with morris suggests reframing baggage as life experience and erica Etten, a dating coach and the author of love First sight man she's she's getting lots of uh lots of dating coaches in here
1: well she does talk about the true. experts right
0: for example Etten says one of her clients didn't want to date a man because he took care of his grandson well But Ed and Help reframed it as a positive. It shows that he's dedicated to his family, who encouraged her client to give it a shot. She now has a newfound love of chicken fingers at Friendly's. That means she must be still with the dude. (laughs) Resist dating someone who reminds you of an ex. Drunk Bill. Hello. Drunk
1: Bill. It can be tempting. tempting. I'll I'll read this one. I can relate. It can be tempting to go out with a person who reminds you of someone you've already had a relationship, which, by the way, I would never do. And while there's something to be said for familiarity, if love didn't work then, why would it work? Now, to stop history from repeating itself, find ways to heal, whether that means going to a therapist or doing some soul-searching. Healing is the only way to date a person who isn't similar to someone who is unhealthy for you, she says. Hire a dating coach. Just like a trainer at the gym yes. helps you push yourself, a dating coach kicks love your love life into shape. In every area of our lives, we hire people to help us. Yet when it comes to love, we think it should happen organically as a coach gandhi helps clients with everything from writing online dating profiles to teaching folks how to message effectively coaching often offers services and products that are designed to improve our clients success says karen eldad who created the program date with enthusiasm eldad recommends searching linkedin for a dating coach that melds with your personality is icf certified that's interesting that stands for international coaching federation and has a proven track record that's one thing that's on my list to get icf certified
0: what is what is icf
1: uh the international coaching federation basically teaches you the ins and outs of coaching and it could be icf is generally used for professionals like career coaching but the same principles apply to any kind of coaching
0: got it so got it that's that's kind of cool though
1: yeah
0: very very cool all
1: right so you're at create a truthful online dating profile
0: create a truthful online dating profile
1: Hey, freaking man
0: do not take photos that are more than five years old i mean if it was taken in 2022 yeah you get a pass if it was taken before the pandemic well that's being a little disingenuous yeah do not modify who you are do not copy someone else's profile and for goodness sake stay away from trite quotes to attract the kind of person you want to be with it's most important that your profile reflects your authentic self i agree mm-hmm. in short don't fake your age height or anything else for that matter You don't want to start off with dishonesty. Instead, she says, if you love a certain fantasy novel, talk about it. If you like to dance, ski, or go on long walks with your dog, mention that. You're unique and awesome, so show up that way. You will connect with another person as the true you. I agree with that completely. Just all we have is our authenticity. Right. That's it. That's all we got.
1: And sooner or later, people are gonna figure out if you're posing
0: well yeah it's it's the you know putting hiking hiking down on your oh, that's my favorite thing to do, and then it it's like, okay, cool, let's go for a five mile hike, five miles, oh man, that's far,
1: yeah, or or I love to play golf, and what you really love to play is mini golf
0: now that'd be funny. I have said that to people. I do play regular golf, and then they'll they'll like, oh, what golf courses do you like? And I go, you know, the the one with the giant volcano hole. That one's really tough. <laughs> and then they go, they go, wait, what? They go, what kind of golf do you do? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it, 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 I got them a couple times. Yep, <laughs> Got people a couple <laughs> times, and, and right. then they Then I tell them, no, nah, I'm like I'm like an eight handicap. It's like, yeah, you know, I can play. I can play. Pick a
1: couple of apps that feel right. So how do you know which apps are best for you? If trial and error sounds stressful, take Nova's guidance. If you have stranger danger, Bumble's great because it allows you to make the first move. But if you like to be pursued, she recommends Match.com. And for those who feel most comfortable knowing there's a social connection, she likes Hinge because it matches based on common friends. That's interesting. Didn't know that. Nice. But don't reply on, Don't rely on apps alone. If all that swiping starts to feel overwhelming, shut it down. In fact, a lot of people over 40 miss dating in real life, according to Novo, who says her clients have the most success when they hang out at places that make them feel good, like a awesome. bar that plays their favorite music at a cozy independent coffee shop, or by joining a running or fitness community or cycling community, if that's your thing. True. Don't discount referrals or meeting by chance just because everyone else seems to be using the apps. If you date in a way, way that feels right for you, you'll be more successful.
0: Agreed, completely.
1: 100%.
0: Make the first move. Now, I hold on, I gotta sneeze here. Oh. Uh... <laughs> that was a, Ooh, was a big sneeze. It can't. It was. I can feel it coming. Uh, that's what he said. Okay. So <laughs> make the first move. One of the freedoms of being older is knowing what you want and being able to ask for it, says Morris. So if you think you may be interested in someone, you shouldn't hesitate to be the first one to initiate a conversation or ask that person out, or even go for a kiss. You know, uh, one thing that you know I kind of like to do when you first meet someone and you know, and you got a little bit of banter going on, it's like I kind of like dropping. <laughs> I kind of like dropping the little old hint of Rooney. that's like, yes, I am flirting with you. That's funny. And then, the, and then they kind of like, oh, 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 okay, oh, good, Yeah. You know, oh, good. It's like that. That's that's a good thing, <laughs> you know. If they then come back with you at uh, my my boyfriend is uh, the district attorney. <laughs> that's a yeah, bad right. thing. That's a bad thing. That's a bad you know, thing. But, yeah, it's not, but I think it's important to just, you know, be yourself. Be, And then the next one is, or did I, did I skip that? Make the first be move. Present. Oh, one of the freedoms of being older is knowing what you want. Be able to ask for it. Go for a kiss. By the time most people are 40, they can handle acceptance and rejection equally, she says. I don't know about that. Yeah. So use the confidence that comes with age to your advantage. It provides... An opening that many younger people miss out on. I still think people don't want to be rejected. You know, it's just it sucks being rejected.
1: Look what happened to you with that one girl. She like chased you down. Who? The one girl that like chased you down and actually gave you a bad review on your podcast. And
0: we never dated. Like she was like, "Why don't you like me?" We had one phone call. (laughs) <laughs> and that one phone call, well, it was weird. We had one phone call, and then my uncle died, and I had to take care of a bunch of stuff uh, for his estate. And then, and then she texted me like, "Hey, what happened to you?" And I said, "Oh, had some family stuff happen. You know, you know, life gets complicated sometimes. Like, sorry." And then a year later, she leaves me this horrible review on our on our podcast um, about our podcast. And it's just it was it was kind of hilarious. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and it was just like, and it wasn't even like we dated. We had one phone conversation. One <laughs> once. And the creepy, the creepiest shit about her. She stalks me on my instagram page can you should block her no it's it's kind of a weird social experiment it's like why she'll every once in a while like something you know and then you can see who likes your stuff and i'm wondering if she thinks that's her like being cute like oh look you know i still i still kind of like you yeah it's it's like that's kind of weird yep yeah yeah Kind of crazy. Yep. Kind
1: of crazy. Yeah,
0: that's kind of, kind like really, crazy. Kind of crazy. A <laughs> yeah, little Chinese wind chimes.
1: Oh, that's my my dad made that clock for me. Oh, that's adorable. Yes, because it is it is gonna chime one hour behind because I never I never sprung it forward. The one clock I didn't change. Eventually,
0: yet. eventually. Oh no! Wait, they're they're not. They're just leaving daylight savings time this time.
1: I don't know. I haven't heard that. Have you?
0: I thought. I thought once we did the the jump forward, that that was it. We're not. We're not messing with the clocks anymore.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not.
0: Do you I'm hear not something concerned. else?
1: Is there no, a room I, around, They've been room saying that for years. Street? Been we're,
0: saying we're that for street.
1: years. I don't believe it.
0: You don't believe it?
1: Don't believe it. All right, be present. The stakes can feel higher when dating in your 40s and beyond, says McMillan. Each party has more life experience and often more kids. This can turn a simple first date into a future trip of epic proportions. But instead of jumping ahead and wondering how your kids will get along, take dating one step at a time. We are the most powerful in the present moment, says McMillan, so use that power to your advantage when dating. And keep your attention on what is immediately in front of you, a.k.a. get off your phone.
0: <laughs> True that. Getting off your phone in a lot of different aspects of life is super important. Yep. It's like we are, and I used to say, I used to say this to someone that I dated a long time ago. I said, we are an incredibly distracted society. Yep. And she used to. She used to argue. No, I think she argued no because she her doctors were always on their <laughs> cell phone. They were always on their cell phone. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it's like you you would try to have a conversation with them, and you couldn't because they were just so engrossed with whatever was happening on their phone, and uh, we see it all the time, like on the bike trail. Uh, you know, Michelle and I are both cyclists on the bike trail. People's head is buried on their phone and they're kind of staggering down the middle of the trail and getting their attention is challenging sometimes. Yep. You know, I have this saying that I kind of, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I yell and I, I yell eyes up for some reason that works. Gotcha. Eyes up. And then they, they look up and it's like, oh shit! How, hey, how did I get in the middle of the trail? Mm, like, right? And so, gonna, wait,
1: are you behind these people, or are you in front of them?
0: In front of them, coming at them as they're staggering down the trail in the wrong lane. Gotcha. Because yeah. they've been so engrossed in their phone, they have no idea that they where they are.
1: Yeah the only the only time I whip my phone out is usually to take video.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: Yeah, I mean, why do they do that? Because all that goes through, sorry, I'm yawning. All that goes through um your phone, your garment.
0: True. True. True that.
1: You really don't need the the uh which I
0: call it? The what what's the what call it? <laughs> the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think the phone the phone has had its has its purposes. And honestly, for the the sake of our conversation, it has a huge purpose in terms of online dating. Yeah. But the but the reality is you can lose yourself in you can lose yourself in the midst of your phone for hours and hours and hours especially with online dating swiping right swiping left responding to messages and again whatever whatever the person sends you and puts out is the level of effort they're going to give you in the relationship those things correlate so if you get a like hi beautiful how you doing you know which basically says nothing about him nothing like why he swiped right, why he's interested in your profile. And it's like to me, it's like, what was it that caught your eye? What mm-hmm. was it? What was it that made you reach out and say hello? Yeah. To me, that's the more important part of the equation. It's like there obviously was something that piqued your interest. Now, if Debbie is got the overhead cleavage shot on her thirty-six double D's, well, <laughs> May, that might be it. That might be the reason why this guy is interested. Absolutely. You know, and so, you know, so the back, when you get to your 40s and 50s, you know, the cleavage shots or the naked or half-naked bathroom selfies, it's like, come on, seriously? Exactly. It's like, you know, to me, if if that's what you see, then, and this happens when someone puts pictures on that portray you in a certain light. It's like, oh, well, they must they must just be here to have sex, and that's an assumptive premise. And you hear this often from women who, and you sit, they're like half clothed in all their photos, and it's like, oh, I keep making these jerks, and it's kind of like, mm, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I get it 100% we talked about that I had to I had to readdress my sister's profile um, many moons ago and get it to a, a point where she would not get the dick pics
0: oh you mean the the rate you needed a more oh yeah I think you did send me one of her photos it was yeah
1: oh, I was like dude you gotta take all the tight clothes off where you're Boobs are sticking out from here to eternity. But
0: and you know a little more A, she's thinking the only She's thinking to herself, At my age, this is all I have to offer. And the reality is if that is true, A it's unfortunate, but B, you're still gonna attract a certain kind of asshole. Yeah and you sure. will and you will attract them like flies to honey oh yeah you know there's there's this one woman who i knew through the chamber of commerce and she posts things for she posts things for the chamber and she's a little tiny thing i have no doubt that the boobs that she has are not her own right but she wears things that are like 3 sizes too small intentionally to get more people ogling her and of course if anyone brings it up about her cleavage she has a hissy fit what yeah like like i'm more than just that and it's like yeah but every picture you have is that right you know, so it's like don't don't shoot the messenger. If if you're adverti- if you're advertising that as all your that's all you're about, and then you complain about it, well, it's like sorry, you shouldn't really be complaining about it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: 100%. You know, and, it, and the 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 joke with you and Maria, with me was where where is the half naked selfie photo <laughs> you know, or the bathroom selfie photo? That's right. And yeah. then, you got, then you were like happy that I didn't have one.
1: Yeah. One of the, one of the funniest ones I ever came across was this dude. I think his name was Jack and he had on these red swim trunks, but they were more like, they they were pretty short they weren't like long sh- swim trunks and um he was sitting in a lounge chair one leg was extended and the other was kind of bent open to the side
0: <laughs> and oh, obviously he's
1: shirtless right i'm like okay this dude's trying to show his package i guess
0: <laughs> oh my goodness it's just and and for some people that might be what they're looking for, yeah. Like, like our friend Michelle said, her her girlfriends who on the hormone therapy. She's like, man, they're more horny than a twenty year old. Yes, yep, yeah, I know. And it's just, and it's just, uh, I don't know. Kind of curious, kind of curious that that is, you know, it. A lot of things are just perceived reality. It's like but if if you put yourself down that path to where you're 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 showing your your nether regions to perfect strangers you also have to take into account on a lot of these dating sites like especially like Match and Zeus, there are so many people on them a one of your relatives might see it or b right. one of your coworkers <laughs> might see it and it's like that's all kinds of that. Uh, that's all kinds of no good.
1: Well, that's too funny.
0: It's true though. I mean, I told you the reason I had to get off of Zeus is I kept matching with coworkers because I only live a mile away from the hospital, and so if I even set my radius to five miles, it kept hitting people that were at the hospital.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, and after I. I after I kept matching with different coworkers, I'm like, I gotta get off this site. <laughs> like, this is not cool. Well, it's cause it's like one of those things where I'm sure had that it just they...
1: come out, do you think? Is that, that why everybody, had it just, had that app just come out? Is that why everybody- I don't know
0: when Zeus came out, but this was probably, I don't know, four years ago, five years ago.
1: Mm.
0: I think it was just now starting to be popular. And, you know, and, And a lot of the people who are in Zeusk are also on match. Yeah. You know, there's a very similar, there's a very big similarity uh, between those two sites and the types of people. And so if you look in a very tight radius, a lot of times you'd find the same people twice. Yeah. So it's just, you know, that's kind of curious in itself. But there there are certain people with an online dating, I'm just going to go go on kind of a diatribe that are attention seekers and time wasters. And unless you want to burn calories with someone having text conversations, sending messages, maybe even having a phone call here or there, but they have no intentions of meeting you in person. Yeah what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, Oh, a little, a little bit of attention is okay because I don't want to really put myself out there in a position of vulnerability and possibly get burned. Yeah. To me, that is, that is the biggest risk of online dating is that you meet someone, you go on a couple dates, And then you kind of have to allow yourself to be open and vulnerable to getting hurt in order to make that next step of having a relationship with someone.
1: Yeah, I do think that maybe things were a little different during COVID um, with people not wanting to get together too quickly. and a
0: A lot of FaceTiming was happening. Yeah. I agree with that.
1: That that I could understand.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I mean, how many times are you going to text back and forth before you actually get together with somebody? I
0: mean, there was there was this one person I had this whole FaceTiming conversation with many many times, but we never met because uh, she refused to get the when the vaccine first came out. She refused to get it. You know. Yeah. He was like, you know, I heard stories about, you know, all kinds of monkey stuff in there, you know. (laughs) It was just like, is that why I like bananas? I don't know. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, we had this very strange uh, video conversation often. And we actually never met in person. Never. Yeah,
1: that's kind of crazy.
0: Kinda. It's a lot of crazy. Yep. You know, because I'm I'm the kind of person that I want to meet you in person. Yeah. You know, I meet you in person, or at least, you know, have more than just a, a FaceTiming conversation.
1: True story.
0: Yeah. Exactly. For
1: sure. For sure. So when are you heading out anyway?
0: The 11th or the 12th. All so right, so eight, we got, eight, or nine days.
1: We got one more, one more pod to get in.
0: And yeah, then... Monday I got a. Yeah, boss just came back, and wasn't feeling good today. Um, he wasn't feeling good, not me. Um, it was pretty rough over there in Vietnam. Uh, I talked to my friend Philip today. He said 110 degrees Woo. with 80 percent humidity. He said it was so hot, he goes, you didn't even want to eat. he goes, all you could do is just drink water and electrolytes. Oh,
1: that's a bummer.
0: And you just had to constantly drink because you're just sweating so much. And he goes, and some nights you would, you know, you would uh, come to come back to the boat and you really wouldn't want to even eat.
1: Wow. And that's a bummer.
0: Yeah. Huge bummer. And so I was like, oh, that just sounds brutal. Yeah. Because it was brutal. Uh, you know, he said it was 100 pretty much the whole time they were there. And then it was 110 on a couple days. Wow. And it was like, oh, man. Because yeah. they're both, because oh. they're from like North Dakota. So wow. it doesn't really get hot there. No, it doesn't. And then I said to him, I go, it's not the kind of place you want to really jump in the river, right? And he goes, "Oh, oh no, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be jumping in the Mekong Delta."
1: Oh man, that stinks.
0: And, and I said, "I go, yeah. The, at least for me, growing up, my saving grace with Australian. I mean, part my. I lost my train of thought. The when I was growing up, I used to go out to the river. You know, Colorado River." and stay with my grandmother, and it would get really hot, 105, 110, 115 degrees. But you could just go jump off the dock into the river. Right. And then, and then that cooled you off. Yeah. And then, you know, you float downstream a ways. You know, you make sure you had, like, your your, your thongs with you. you know, <laughs> your, your, thongs. your Well, your, you know, your little, your little sandals, your little shoes. Because yeah. you couldn't walk on 110-degree asphalt. Ugh. And I remember one time I was walking down to this grocery store in Parker Dam called Max Market. And it was about, I don't know, half a mile, half a mile there, half a mile back. And on the way back, I thought I'd stepped in gum. Oh no. No, My shoes were melting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I do remember a day in Parker where- was was the what was the temperature?
1: 127 to
0: 128. Wow. That's I mean, crazy. just just. my uncle was a lineman, and all they would do is they would go out in a truck, and they would fill, each of them would have a five-gallon cooler, uh, because that's how much water they drank.
1: Yeah.
0: And he said you just filled the cooler with ice, and the heat would just melt it.
1: That's crazy. Crazy. Cray-cray.
0: I think we're going to call it early.
1: Let's call it. Because I'm
0: doing, I'm doing, I'm finally, we finally got control of our social media for Santana. And so I'm starting to do some uh, social media stuff. And uh, last post I had uh, almost 3,000 people. Wow. Yeah, 550 engaged in the, into the article.
1: Did you see, did you see my reel? from skiing
0: no hold on let me let me look it up i haven't really i haven't really looked at facebook today oh i see you hiking with an old guy
1: yeah that's my one of my clients from the east coast
0: oh look how cute you are oh you got you got all kinds of cool ski equipment how about that did you rent yes oh there's gary there's the dude There's the dude. Wow, it looks nice there. It was great. We had
1: like extra, there was a nice layer of fresh snow. It was totally groomed when we got there. It was not crowded until later in the afternoon. And uh, yeah, we had a good time. Very cool. Yep.
0: You know, getting, getting out and about. It's important
1: doing something different. Doing something different.
0: Yeah, I just I just can't handle skiing anymore. It's just a little too hard on my knees. I but,
1: could totally see that.
0: Yeah. But the century we had was pretty fantastic.
1: Well, that's good.
0: I'll have to admit. You know, we had at one point uh 23 riders and then Marky Mark and his friend kind of Abandon us and then I think we had twenty-one riders total. Uh the Iron Man award goes out to my friend Warren, who actually rode from Claremont to Port Waneme to meet us on the ride, and he left at two o'clock in the morning.
1: Wow. That's and he, he
0: ended up with 172 miles for the I day. saw
1: that. That's insane.
0: That's nuts. And he averaged seventeen point three.
1: Wow! I don't think important. I know who Warren is. I don't think. Yeah, he's...
0: you don't. You don't know him. He's actually a very talented violin uh, violin maker.
1: Oh wow, that's yeah. super cool.
0: It's super cool. He's got a definitely a gift. It's an interesting craft, um, you know. And and you know, and the guy jumps on the bike and rides. 172 freaking miles, man.
1: That is crazy. It is
0: crazy. You know, we had a couple people that were lagging, but it was all good. Yeah. Other than Maria's tire spontaneously exploding twice. Oh my gosh. It was bizarre. Well, it happened the first time and it was really odd because we kept looking that she ran over something, right? And it wasn't it at all. And I think her, her spoke was poking through and then it finally just popped the tube. And then we put the new tube in, pumped it up and it did the exact same thing. Wow. It just, it just went, you know, and it was just like, and, it, and it's not even like, like she was writing. She was just sitting there. And so That's... it was just, it was kind of strange.
1: Crazy. That is crazy.
0: It is. So uh there are seven minutes to go. We can call it a day. Yeah, let's so, call it. And so that will make this one hour on the dot with the intro and the outro. Shocking. One hour's good.
1: <laughs> yep. I'm gonna go get Daisy out for her uh, mini walk since we did walk for I think we did a two hour hike today.
0: Wow. Did you go to the top of the world?
1: We did. We went to the top of the world. So now I have to finish my work for the day.
0: Top of the the world is actually super nice.
1: Yeah, it is really nice, but it was very windy up there, especially on the way back. And then we went to Las Brisas for lunch. Mm. Had a nice kale salad with chicken on it. It was quite tasty. Um, But man, the wind was killer seriously yeah really was as a matter of fact i then had to go to the bank and i had my 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 second black ethica hat on and i got out of my car and the thing went flying off my head i'm like oh no where is it the first one i left in nashville something about that black hat just doesn't want to stay on my head
0: doesn't want to stay on
1: nope so, anywho, all right, well, you have a good evening. So, I will start lining up some guest speakers for while you are. Uh, and trapped. we're going to
0: finish up with the Carpenters. Oh, jeez. Top of the world. Top of the world, yes. My parents love the Carpenters. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was just like they love the Carpenters. I
1: just remember the Carpenters Christmas album.
0: Of course.
1: I used to have that. So, anyway, all right, my dear. Well, I will see you when I see you. And uh Well,
0: hopefully this weekend because uh we're doing a ride and this is going to be you know, not a farewell ride, but it's like I'm going to be gone for 5 weeks.
1: Holy so, moly.
0: Yeah, that's a long time.
1: That is a long time.
0: Well, we're going to we're going to do uh do one next Friday. I'm next Friday. Next Monday, and and then I'm leaving either on Tuesday or Wednesday. I hope it's Wednesday, because right now, where we are building bikes for people to take on this trip, and we started with six rental tandems. Uh, we are up to nine tandems. And then one single from myself and Jan. So we're taking, four people are taking 11 bikes. Wow. And that's not even including our luggage. So I'm thinking we're going to have like 20 check bags. Wow. We're going to be paying some serious overage chargers.
1: Sounds that way.
0: It's That's no good. I mean, I don't I don't have to, work, I don't have to pay for it, so it's no big no deal. But it's just like, yeah, no good
1: got to do what you got to do to get do. the job done
0: I agree but the century went well other than uh Sammy came out and
1: I heard he was a blazing.
0: Sammy Sammy is a solid solid dude you know I like Sammy a lot
1: I like that he prays before rides
0: Well he's a pastor I love that Yeah and I and I said that to him I oh I sent you the quote he he sent me
1: Yes and
0: and he thanked me like profusely because he always said he wanted to ride that section of Malibu. Uh huh. He said he said that he didn't know how he was ever going to do it, and then this ride popped up, and he just he goes, "Oh, I saw it. it's just this amazing blessing." And I said, "I go, I go, I made this ride over two years ago. I figured it out, and I go, and it's it is my favorite ride. It's really beautiful."
1: I would like to go
0: up to Big Sur. Big Sur? Yeah. Big Sur Road is way jacked right now.
1: <laughs> is it? Oh, yeah. And yeah. there's no way around it? What's that? There's no way around it?
0: One way in, one way out, man. Highway 1, once it starts falling into the ocean, it's like, it's not really <laughs> anywhere you can go. Really? Uh, yeah, it's the, I know that the uh, the road conditions, I'm looking them up right now, Highway 1 conditions, Big sir. Highway 1 still remains closed uh, for repairs. Um, involve, oh my God. Oh, yeah. A big piece of the road just is not non-existent. Is
1: this recent or is this from years ago? Uh-
0: no, this is from The Last Storm.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: this press release is March 31st, 2023. Wow. So three days ago, it shows... Oh, my God. So there's a part where there's no road, and there's another part where uh, the whole road is covered by dirt.
1: Wow. Send me that link. I want to see it.
0: Uh, I'll I'll email it to you. Yeah, it's, it's looking no bueno. Ugh. Bummer, man. Not good. Oh, two minutes to go.
1: All right. All right. Let's 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 tag off. Bye-bye.
0: And we All wish right. everyone a good night. And you can go ahead and check off, and I'll, I'll do the little outro.
1: All right. Peace. This
0: was Eric and Michelle from the What He Said, She Said podcast. And we were talking about dating after 40. And we were referencing an Oprah Winfrey article. And we will be publishing this podcast to all the usual suspects, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, etc., cetera, et cetera. And we wish everyone a wonderful evening and we will see you soon. Bye-bye.
1: Hi, my name is Michelle. I'm a certified personal trainer and wellness coach. I've been in the fitness industry for 28 years and began combining my R3 method with personal training in 2020. I believe through making changes in your lifestyle, you can thrive versus just survive during peri and post menopause. Until perimenopause, I was able to control my weight through exercise and eating healthy food. During this time, I had many life stressors that were affecting my emotional and physical self. Several months after my 52nd birthday, I hired my own accountability and nutrition coach as I had felt fluffy and stuck with a middle-aged belly and just downright exhausted. I didn't know how to move forward and felt like I needed someone to guide me and hold me accountable. I was ready for change at any cost. What ensued was a mind-body transformation, 18 months of an adventure and education in what my body needed as a menopausal female, focusing on all areas of health, a long, hard look at my nutritional needs, the way I was working out, my sleep, my activity level, my water intake, and learning how to manage stress. The result, 29 pounds lost and 13% body fat gone, restored energy and sleep, stronger workouts, and a passion to help other women do the same. If you are like me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Michelle with one L, M Fitness, or go to my website at www.mfitnessforlife.com.